Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. As Barbie mania sweeps the world, I've been thinking about the financial advice I'd like to give her. Now, you might be thinking, what financial advice could a plastic doll possibly need? But think about it this way. Barbie was invented in 1959, so at age 64, she's probably starting to think about retirement. And she's had a pretty knockout career. She's been an astronaut, a show jumper, a scientist, even a pop star. So many different jobs could mean a jumble of different pensions, plus there's property. Goodness knows how many dream houses Barbie has in her name. And although she's undoubtedly a high earner, she's also a big spender. All of those fashionable outfits, hairstyles and makeup could mean her finances are deep in the red, not pretty in pink. There's plenty of real life money lessons here to discuss. So sit back, grab some popcorn and welcome to Barbie land. Welcome to Money Clinic the weekly podcast from the Financial Times about personal finance and investing. I'm Claire Barrett, the FT's consumer editor. Starring Margot Robbie, Barbie the movie, directed by Greta Gerwig, has broken box office records and contains plenty of food for thought about finance and feminism. Basically everything that men do in your world, women do in ours. The president's here. I am, you're welcome. Barbie is a doctor and a lawyer and so much more than that. If you have yet to see it, don't worry. I promise there are no plot spoilers in this episode. But prepare to suspend disbelief as me and the podcast experts apply financial lessons from the real world to Barbie land in the hope that this could encourage you to play around with your personal finances. And we'll have tips on everything from retirement saving to managing money in relationships. So come on, Barbie, let's go party. But only after we've checked out your financial future. Joining me on the podcast today are two fantastic female finance experts, starting with Christine Ross from Handels Banken, otherwise known as Wealth Manager Barbie. Hi, Christine. Hi, Claire. And FT columnist and friend of the podcast, Moira O'Neill, otherwise known as Financial Journalist Barbie. Hi, Claire. I'm ready to put the magic and sparkle into money. (laughs) Oh, I like it. I like it. Well, Moira, I'll start with you. Give us the top lines here. What financial lessons do you think we can all learn from Barbie? Well, I think as a career girl, she's had 200 plus jobs over 200. Her, wow. her, her, her many years. And some of those were high earning. She's been an air pilot, for example. She's, um, But also she, you know, she's been a fashion model. She's been a freelancer. Um, she's also um, had sort of low paid jobs, waitress, etc. And, um, and stay at home Barbie as well. 
Um, so um, over the years, she's also probably got into debts with some of the things that she's aimed for, such as campaigning for a US president. Mm. <laughs> um, so it's a bit of a mishmash of things. And I think, you know, a lot of us have career p- portfolios now. Um, and the question is, what implication does that have for your finances? You probably pick up bits of pensions along the way. You probably have periods where you earn a lot, periods when you don't. And I think looking at Barbie and that concept can teach us all some good lessons. Mm. Now, Christine, if Barbie rocked up to her first client consultation with you, what areas would you like to cover with her? I think if I was fortunate to sit and advise Barbie on her future wealth planning, I'd really want to get her an incredibly good idea of her current assets, but more importantly, her aspirations, mm. financial ones and both and non-financial. But she has had an array of jobs. And I think we shouldn't assume just because Barbie is at 64 years old, that she's suddenly going to stop generating income. She has a portfolio career and who knows whether she'll continue to reinvent herself. So I would want to look at what she has now, but very much what her earning potential is for the future and how we help to consolidate and to preserve what she's generated so far. Mm. Now, we'll kick off by talking about her financial independence, which is a really big theme of the movie. Now, one of the most striking aspects of, of Barbie's finances is the level of autonomy she's achieved in her life. She's the one who calls the shots. She's also child-free. If you've seen the movie, you'll know that a prototype of a pregnant Barbie was discontinued. And she's also potentially husband-free. Now, even though there is a Barbie and Ken bride and groom set available, in the film, she describes her long-term partner, Ken, as her boyfriend. So, over to the experts. What potential issues does this throw up for you with Barbie's financial planning? Should we, should we start with you, Christine? Well, Barbie is a fabulous independent woman and she needs to ensure that she safeguards her wealth to see her through her future years. So should she decide that she does want to marry Ken, she should certainly consider a prenup. Whilst these aren't absolutely in law, they certainly can influence the size of any settlement if, unfortunately, those marital plans ultimately go awry. Mm. But equally, even if they live together, she possibly should even have a cohabitation agreement to be very clear as to what happens if ultimately they go their separate ways. Mm. Moira, what what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think she's obviously the breadwinner in that partnership. And I think more and more women today are facing into those issues. You know, the the man is there. Is he Kenough? Let's hope that he is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he can, you know, shoulder, um, you know, and be proud of uh, his his partner who's the breadwinner. Um, So I think there's some maybe psychological, emotional issues to deal Mm. with and to talk through if she goes ahead and does marry Ken. But anyway, I think she should worry potentially about insurance issues. Oh, you know, okay. She's worried about dying. This comes across. This is one of the themes yeah. of the movie. Uh, not a spoiler. Yes, not a spoiler. And and so therefore insurance issues come in. You know, what type of insurance as a single woman or as a married woman potentially does she need? Mm. Um, How could she replace some of that income if yes. she was to get ill, for example, age 64? It's the kind of age where you could be hit by a curveball. Definitely. Now, one of those themes in the movie was that Barbie was being bugged by thoughts of her own mortality. Christine, what did you take from that? Because there's lots of planning that people often put off doing for this very reason. 
there's a lot of planning because ultimately nobody likes to think about their own mortality. That's very clear. But taking sensible steps and then just putting it to one side and considering, right, I've done it, I have my fares in order is a really good um, sort of path to follow. So Barbie's not married. She has considerable wealth. She needs to have a will. While she doesn't have any children, there is a pecking order when you don't have a will, the rules of intestacy. And very simply, if she doesn't make one, her assets may not go to those beneficiaries she intended they would. Mm. So she may want to leave some money to Ken, but he's not automatically entitled. And in fact, he'd be, well, he wouldn't even be on the pecking order. Um, So absolutely make a will. Lots of people don't like to think about what they would leave to each beneficiary, but with a good lawyer, it's possible to navigate through that and it doesn't have to be revisited all that often. The other important thing though, and and as important these days, is a power of attorney. Mm. A lasting power of attorney allows someone to step into your shoes if you become incapacitated. And that doesn't necessarily mean permanently incapacitated. Um, It may be only for a period, but it's possible for someone to take over your finances and to deal with them as you would want. And if you want to, you can also have a health affairs power of attorney so that somebody could deal with important decisions if you were to become unwell and not able to make them yourself. Nobody likes to contemplate these issues, but they are two of the most important steps in good financial planning. Now, let's move on to investing. There was one particularly delicious part of the movie where all of the Barbies pretend to enjoy being mansplained to about various subjects by the Kens in a bid to distract their attention. And one of the Barbies pretends that she keeps all of her cash in a checking account because she simply doesn't know how to invest it. Now, Christine and Moira, do you think that Barbie is an investor? I'm not sure. There was a teen Barbie from 1992 which caused controversy by saying, math class is hard. Oh. And um, so I'm not entirely sure that she's she's up to thinking about compounding and all those sort of maths questions which sit behind um, investing uh, as a successful career. But I think also this movie and the earning potential and the soaring share price of Mattel... That's true. ...could actually bringing, be bringing home the power of investing for Barbie. I think I think she's probably heard colleagues, etc., talking about it, and definitely it's time, Barbie. It's time <laughs> to learn about this stuff. And also, despite that disgraceful message on, on the teen Barbie, you don't have to be good at maths in order to be an investor. It's very easy to get started with robo-platforms. You don't need to delve down into all of those details if you don't want to. Definitely. Um, and I think if if they did make a fund manager Barbie or a financial planner Barbie, <laughs> then obviously she'd, she'd learn enough. But um, yeah, okay, yeah, you don't need to know about maths, but you do need to know about the concept of compounding interest mm. and how that can work to your benefit over the years. And you also need to know about percentage charging and understand that and know that you should, the reasons why you should keep your costs low in order to give yourself the better chance of uh, your investments doing well and growing. Well, very sensible advice for all of the Barbies out there. Now, Christine, what are your thoughts? Do you think that Barbie is an investor? 
I do think Barbie is an investor. She might be an unconscious investor, but look at all that property she's amassed over mm. the years. She has palaces and ranches and, and so many other properties, too numerous to count. So whilst, like many property investors, she's acquired these for enjoyment, they still have a value. Mm. I think the issue for Barbie is that as she's using those for her own enjoyment, they're not going to generate her an income. They're not rented out. So Barbie does have to look at uh, what we call liquidity, basically cash that you can get your hands on. So as she nears the point where she stops generating income and needs to start to draw on her accumulated wealth, she does need some investments that are a bit more liquid that can actually start to pay her a return so that that will meet all of her numerous expenses. Mm, very good point there. Airbnb Barbie beckons, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> now, let's move on to longer term investments and pensions now. Now, the first ever Barbie doll went on sale in 1959. It featured that wonderful black and white chevron swimsuit that we see in the opening scenes of the movie. And while Barbie doesn't look a day over 25, in real life, she would be coming up to her 64th birthday. So I'll put this question to Moira first. I mean, having had such an active lifestyle, do you think Barbie's ready for retirement? And what sort of things might she and other listeners consider in the run-up to preparing for this? Yeah, I think she's not unusual in having had a later life surge in, in wealth or boost. Um, and a lot of people are still working at her age um, they potentially start scaling it down working part-time a bit Barbie might want to do that if she wants more time for the beach with Ken mm. um, beach yes but um, I suppose she might be thinking of turning her uh, you know, Christine mentioned the liquid assets maybe she can liquidize some of that she can start thinking about securing a guaranteed income that gives her peace of mind uh, for her future. And you can do that by buying an annuity. Yes, you've written a column about this in the FT. Definitely. Annuities are sexy. Should Barbie consider buying one? Annuities haven't been sexy for a long, long time. And recently, annuity rates have risen and that makes them now an option for, the, for people in retirement. So they would trade some of their pension pot to buy a regular income that will die with them. But for every year, it will give them a certain amount of money that they can live off. Definitely. But on the other hand, we know Barbie's worried about dying. If there is a reason for that, you know, if her 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 feet, I'm not going to give that away, or her slim size that can't fit in her major organs are giving her reasons <laughs> for health concerns, um, she might want to steer clear of buying this type of guaranteed income from the, from the insurer because you've got to think that you're going to get your money back in income for giving that cash sum up front. It is an irreversible decision and that means you've got to think very carefully about it. Mm. Now, Christine, if Barbie's sitting across the table from you in your consultation, I'm sure you'll probably want to know what she's got in terms of different pensions. Absolutely. I'll definitely want to look at all the pensions that Barbie has hopefully accumulated. Um, I want to make sure that she's taken advantage of all the tax breaks that, sh that are available to her and start to look at whether she should consolidate these into a single pot. But consolidating isn't always the answer. It might be administratively easier, 
but sometimes she might have been fortunate to have particular benefits in certain plans no longer exist. So it's a case of sifting through all of this, mm-hmm. really understanding what she's got and not assuming that she would know herself what she has. Um, and hopefully, Barbie's going to have a significant fund that will itself provide a reasonable proportion of her spendable income in retirement. Now, if Barbie had clocked up enough years working in the UK, another thing, Moira, that she would be wise to do is to check her state pension forecast. Definitely. And I'm not entirely sure that she will qualify for all of it because there were so many years when she was a low earner or a stay-at-home Barbie for a while. So maybe she hasn't got enough and she could look at buying some more because you can backdate these. So yeah, definitely look up what her entitlement is to state pension. Sure. And if you want to learn more about that, do listen to our previous episode with Sir Steve Webb looking at whether it's worth it to top up your national insurance credits. Now, it's all very well for us to sit in the studio discussing Barbie's wonderful wealth that she's amassed, but she is an outlier, unfortunately. The gender pay gap and the associated gender pensions gap are likely to hit most women's finances very hard indeed, and that's something that that you're seeing all the time, Christine. Uh, We're certainly seeing a huge disparity between the genders, um, both in the amount of savings, but also confidence with relation to personal finance and savings generally. Mm. I think it's quite stark that the average pension fund at the moment is approximately £100,000. But when we look at the split between men and women, men have average pension pots of about 142000 and women nearer to 50000 Now, that is being redressed in that there is some growth in the amount of younger women who are now actively contributing to pensions. But when we ask about their financial confidence, it is still far lower than their male counterparts no matter that they've managed to get earlier onto the savings ladder. Mm. I mean, that is actually a theme that Barbie could perhaps help with, Moira, because, I mean, you've seen the movie too. Female empowerment is definitely the big theme here. Yeah. How could it help women when it comes to investing? I think when they're thinking about their income, they need to ask for pay rise. That always affects your pension. So any incremental income rises can affect your pension at work and also think about you know paying yourself first so always make it um, a really important part of your monthly routine to put some money aside for your future self to make it regular frequent make it a habit Mm, don't Um, get used to spending the extra money i mean but the thing is if you pay yourself first this is the the pot of money or the investment pot for your future you don't get used to having it So you can, you know, and that does automatically rein in the spending, basically. Well, finally, given the mega performance put in by Ryan Gosling, I feel it would be remiss of us, ladies, if we didn't spend some time discussing the financial advice that we might give to Ken. Now, he's actually a couple of years younger than Barbie, shock horror. The first Ken doll wasn't made until 1961, I found out. But Christine, if Ken was your client... What are the things that you would be discussing with him about his future finances? Well, I'd want to know if Ken is himself financially independent because I have a strong suspicion 
that he's pretty reliant on Barbie's income, mm. but who knows? But also, if this relationship is going to endure, then Barbie and Ken may actually want to consider marriage because if they are looking to leave their assets to one another, then of course they can pass entirely free of inheritance tax between married couples. As it stands, if Barbie did decide to leave the majority of her wealth to Ken, he would get it, but less 40% tax. Mm. That might be a consideration, even if slightly less romantic. Well, that's true. And same applies for, for people in civil partnerships. They also get those benefits. But Christine, in your long experience as somebody who has advised people and families on the tax planning benefits of this, have you seen any cases when it has gone wrong, somebody's died early unexpectedly and the family have been left with a huge tax bill? Yes, absolutely. I've definitely seen, sadly, cases where the planning wasn't in place and have been asked to advise after the fact. And even not having a will, something that is relatively simple to put in place, can cause amazing disruption to the family at a time when there are enough issues to deal with. Mm. And Moira, what about you? What are the kind of things that you would expect Ken to be thinking about? Well, I think if he hasn't really had a proper job up till now, he needs to start thinking carefully about his spending and possibly... He is spending too much on matching beachwear and faux fur coats. Um, <laughs> and after decades at beach, as he says, it's probably time for a serious job. Um, and I think there's always opportunity to retrain in later life. And now that he knows he's Kenuff, I could probably see him as something like a counsellor, teaching others how to, you know, mm. feel feel worth worthy. Good luck to Ken. Um, Christine, finally, just something that Moira said there, did make me think a little bit about Barbie's spending. Now, she obviously has got a fantastic array of fashionable outfits, properties that she's picked up over the years, luxury cars, all kinds of gadgets and and, and equipment. She's never been shy of spending um, in her life, I would expect. This is going to be a bit of an adjustment for her, potentially in retirement or if her income dips in the coming years. I think taking stock of Barbie's spending as her income potentially starts to reduce is going to be a bit of a culture shock. But just like many others, it's a case of ultimately taking stock of the things that you really want to do. Retirement should not be living on a tight budget as perhaps when one starts out and buys a first property, it should not be a return to that. But I think like many, Barbie will have a look at what's really important which cars she likes best, which beach home. (laughs) And ultimately, you could say it's a quality problem. I love it. A quality problem. Well, thanks ever so much for joining me um, in the pink surrounds of the FT studio today. Moira O'Neill, FT columnist. Thanks, Claire. And Christine Ross down the line from Handels Bank and Wealth Management. Thank you so much for joining me too. Thank you, Claire.
Well, that's it for Money Clinic with me, Claire Barrett, today, and we hope you like what you've heard. If you did, spread the word and leave us a review. We're always looking to chat with people about their money issues for the show, so if you're interested in being part of a future episode and are looking for some expert advice, then email us, money at ft.com. You could also take a peek at our website, ft.com slash money, grab a copy of the FT Weekend newspaper, or follow me on Instagram, at Claire B, and Moira is at Moira on Money. Money Clinic was produced in London by Persis Love. Our sound engineer is Breen Turner, and our editor is Manuela Saragosa. You heard original tunes this week by Metaphor Music. And finally, our usual disclaimer, the Money Clinic podcast is a general discussion around financial topics and does not constitute an investment recommendation or individual financial advice. For that, you'll need to find an independent financial advisor. That's all the small print for now. See you back here next week. Goodbye. <laughs>